The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. We'll move on to email number three from Lisa Rowlandson, and she says, newly diagnosed. She says, hi, Owen and Graham. I just wanted to say thank you for all the information you have shared I was found by my daughter early last month. I hadn't replied to any texts all day, which is so not like me. So she popped in after work to check on me. I was unresponsive and I was taken into hospital with DKA and a high of 41. I spent a few days in ICU before being transferred to a standard ward and let home. I found my new life of being a type 1 like many others a shock. I'm 52 and I've lived without many illnesses apart from mild asthma my whole life. Your podcast was a light bulb moment. I want to spread awareness as I've also found there are so many people who haven't a clue unless they are dealing with it in their circle. I love what you teach on the podcast and if I can help people as you do, I will feel content with my lot. Thank you so much. And that is from Lisa. Amazing. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you re- reaching out. And of course, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. I can't even speak today properly. So I apologize for that. But another pretty intense email. Yeah. And look, thankfully, Lisa was found and, and she's obviously healthy and happy now and probably enjoying her diabetic life at this stage. But it just goes to show you, we like to have a laugh on the podcast. We like to highlight the positives of things. but it's very serious and that's always something that we need to highlight again throughout the episodes which is very important but look i'm happy lisa is healthy now and it's always good to hear that the podcast has been able to help people especially when they're newly diagnosed because i know even going back to when (laughs) when i was diagnosed you're told that you have diabetes and then you're like well what now what do i learn what do i need to know what's important what makes a difference to my day? What makes a difference to my bloods? You have all these different questions. So I hope that the podcast up to this point has answered a lot of them for you. And um, I think it would be important to, well, I wouldn't feel right not leaving a couple newly diagnosed diabetic tips before finishing this email. So I suppose 
three tips that I would give somebody who is newly diagnosed would be live consciously, as I always say. I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast up till now, you've heard me rabbit on about that all the time. But what I mean by living consciously is being aware of what you're doing and what impact that's having on you. Being aware of, okay, if I go out for a run, what does that do to my blood sugar? If I go out for a walk, what does that do for my blood sugar? If I eat a burger, what does that do to my blood sugar compared to what happens to my blood sugar when I eat a salad? Because all the different things that we do and don't do will have different impacts on our bloods. So living consciously is a big part of that rather than just kind of going about your day and not really taking note of anything that happens. Number two would be give yourself permission to fail. That kind of sounds cheesy, but it's important because when you have type 1 diabetes, as much as you would love everything to be perfect, it's never going to happen. Myself included. I would love to be 100% time and range every day, but it's never going to happen. So giving yourself permission to fail, and I'm going to use the word fail in relation to, let's say, highs and lows, highs and lows. It's not failing, but that's just the word I'm going to use. And let yourself know that, look, I'm going to have highs, I'm going to have lows, but what can I take from them? And a client said something very interesting to me last week. She said, I think she went to diabetic camps when she was a child. And she said one of the camp hosts or leaders or whatever they were said that whatever blood sugar reading you have, it's giving you information. And that information can be used in the future too. So if I have a really, really, really high blood sugar through the night, what's that high blood sugar telling me? Is it telling me that I ate too close to bed? Is it telling me that I'm sick? Is it telling me that I didn't take enough insulin before bed? There's always going to be something you can take from a high or a low. Obviously, treat the high and treat the low before you look into it in more detail because your head might be a bit all over the place. And number three would be always have hypo treatment that's a very 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 important one and that doesn't just go to newly diagnosed that goes to any diabetic listening always have hypo treatment on you because you don't know when you're going to have a hypo or how much hypo treatment you will need so do not ever leave your house without at least a packet of glucose tablets in your pocket it's extremely important because if you have a high You can go about your day a lot longer than you can if you have a low. If you have a low blood sugar, there's a limited amount of time you have to treat that before you potentially pass out. So it's important that you always have something on you that you can conveniently take if and when your bloods drop. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulin Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.